matter how high tech, highfalutin, lazy, or foo-foo America gets, we will never stop hunting and fishing. This is the Hunting Quest. Hunting Quest. We take one hour of every week and talk about our favorite things in the world, hunting, hunting and fishing. And fishing. You'll get tips and help on the fishing environment locally in the DMV area. Plus, we're going to have fun along the way. This is The Hunting Quest. And now your host, Mike Tippin and Bennett Malin. All right. Cue the, uh, the corny Friday night joke. Uh, long work week, this, that, and the other, I guess. Yes. Mikey, how are you? I'm good. <laughs> uh, how are you? Uh, living the dream, man. I got this That's sweet cool. hat on. Um, you know, live my best life fighting your camera because you decided to use a new camera tonight and the green screen's not playing nice. Uh-oh, that's not good. But other than that... I just thought your wall was green. <laughs> <laughs> so if you see, you can't see, like, on the... When he's doing the pot, like, when we're live, he's got a green screen behind him and it looks like light. And I didn't put my wonderful thing up. So Mine's got lights on it so the camera picks it up real easy. Mikey's yeah, is, you got a big dark spot right behind your shoulder. So it's just like, Meh, we're not going to do that. Eh, sorry. But <laughs> so well, anyway. We're being rude. Yes, we sir. We got intro there, Benny. Yes, sir. So we're joined tonight with James and Amber. How are you guys doing? Good. Good. Awesome. 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 So, Benny. Sir. Um, before we get started, this is season two, episode two. Correct. But it's our first one live for season two. That's correct. How cool is that? That's it's exciting. It's a little stressful. Good people but on. It's exciting. It's yeah. good. It's good things. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll let you finish your 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 intro with them and, and welcoming them in and all that stuff. And he also failed questions. to tell me it was gonna be live too. Oh <laughs> surprise. <laughs> surprise. Oh shoot! I mean, what would you do without him? I guess that's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so, how are you guys doing? Tell us a little bit about you know who you are, what you do, all that kind of fun stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, well, <laughs> so, I'm James Fletcher. I'm a bow hunter and blue collar worker. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, like that. <laughs> short and sweet. I like yeah. that. I gave no detail of what you do. Leaves the uh, audience wanting more. There you oh, go. Hey. Oh, He's got I it figured out. <laughs> James got it figured out. I mean, you can take him off my hand. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, hunting season's coming up. and That's okay. If they take him, I have the hunting property to myself. Now, ooh. <laughs> oh. I mean, my that's, dad. I mean, I have my dad, too, so. <laughs> that's brutal, know, man. Right? She's no joke. Yeah. Hey, it's like He's that sometimes. sometimes. Listen, okay, let me introduce myself before I go into this detail. Because right. we just had a funny conversation. My name is Amber. Um, I work in the medical field in neurology, a lead medical assistant. And I hunt, fish, anything outdoors I'd love to do. So, and, yeah. And what's cool is... Y'all do this together and don't kill each other. And <laughs> There's a funny meme that actually has that picture, and it's like uh, couples that hunt together, stay together, or kill each other in the process. I 
I could see that. That's I fair. Could definitely see that. That's fair. Um, yeah, my wife, I was telling James earlier, I said, my wife, she hunts, um, and you know, get her in the blind and she'll shoot ducks all day long. Uh, you know, she'll get out and shoot deer. She's kind of a fair weather hunter. I say that she'll get out and hunt anything really, but um you ask if if she hears the fishing poles rattle, it's over. We're going fishing. Um, oh, he hates fishing. <laughs> he hates it. Okay, let me rephrase that. He hates waiting. He'll just reel and reel and reel. I'm like, leave it in the water. <laughs> but, okay, and my friends, they didn't really teach him how to fish. Okay. So I'm not saying he doesn't know how to fish, but it's like, you know, whether you fish with a bobber or whatever, it's like the fish will take it. And then I'm like, yank up now. And then he like yanks, but he doesn't reel. <laughs> Sounds like um, you've got a lot of learning to do on the fishing yeah. side of the house. That's okay. But what's funny is this coming from the person who yanked and pulled a fish by its tail and hooked the fish by its tail. That's okay. I still hey, got it. a catch is a catch, brother. <laughs> a catch is a catch. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, if you, if you go to Alaska and you do that, they'll write you a ticket called snagging. Oh, well, I mean, if it just swims, I lost my hook and I just shake. Oh, look, sorry. <laughs> yeah, they don't play up in Alaska over any of that stuff. And it's mostly for, like, salmon and stuff. But yeah. they're they super serious about that. But um, Benny's a pretty good fisherman. Uh, I try to be. I don't claim <laughs> yeah. to be. I think so. I also think that growing up with like my dad, like he took us down to like the Missouri River at night, and we used to set up the lanterns and like go fishing off the Missouri River and like stay out all night. So that's the difference too. Cause well, y'all caught us along the way, like everything. Yeah, no, so but y'all. I a pro, but I know my. Y'all are in in Missouri, so. Yeah. You, you got a lot of fishing out there mm-hmm. and and our boy benny here he's a he's a missouri native as well yes sir I, I talk all to, i hear about is how good the fishing is in missouri uh, it depends on where you're at and what time yeah. of year <laughs> and it's and it's where all the big bucks live yeah something like that <laughs> no there's a there's a lot of you know everyone wants to go down to like table rock i've never had good luck at table rock i don't think i've, I've ever fished down there i've never had good luck um <laughs> So no. it's non-Missouri folks. What is Table Rock? It's a, a man-made man-made lake in southern Missouri. Yeah. Um, it's where Branson it's like is. It's like the state. yeah, it's the tourist trap of Missouri. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's really all it is. Um, all right. But I've then there's in the lake. there's that other lakes. Right? Oh yeah, no, it's a great lake for tubing and stuff like that. Um, you rented a boat. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, yeah. Table Rock's a good. It's a good time, but it's a it's it's definitely a tourist trappy thing. There's mm-hmm. there's other lakes to go to. They're a little bit better. But that's the one everyone <laughs> wants to... Because I think they fished like a Bassmaster there years yeah. ago. Because um, mm-hmm. that's where the... It's pretty close to where like the original... Or the Springfield Bass Pro, the big headquartered one. And yeah. all that fun stuff's down there in the corner. So That's everyone, a cool place. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a fun go. Down there. Yeah, I will go broke there. <laughs> um, I like walking in and I mean... It's you, you go to different, you know, if you've never been to the Bass Pro in Springfield, mm-hmm. it's yeah. so cool. I mean, they've yeah. got an aquarium. We, yeah. we step by there at least a couple times a year. 
Yeah. About three hours drive from here. Yeah. There's a really good archery shop out there. Um, Midwest Archery. Um, shout out to them. They they um, are they they always seem to carry um, the tree stands that I want. Um, they've got one of the buck huts. They seems like all you know. Every time I go out there, they've got one. So it, it takes a freaking forklift to put it in my truck. But um, they're they're really nice. Uh, and then I head on down to Bass Pro. But uh, they're they're a phenomenal archery shop. Speaking of archery, I see you got some really cool stuff back there, and y'all are y'all oh, yeah, are. Some... Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like looking at a camera. I'm like, oh, maybe this way, this way. <laughs> um, yeah. y'all are big time bow hunters, right? Yeah, that's right. cool. How? What got you into this? I mean, no, most people don't just start out and say, oh, "I'm going to go bow hunting," and, and off they go, right? So, how did that come about? You want to go first or me? You can go first. So <laughs> archery has always been a passion for me. I actually have like my very first bow right here. And That's it was cool. like some pawn shop, whatever kind of bow for 20 bucks. And, you know, I'd shoot like a little foam target here and there. And then when we got together, her dad was a bow hunter. And so then his son doesn't ever want to go out and bow hunt with them or rifle hunt. You know, he was a more of a gamer kind of kid. So then I became more like, you know, the other son to take out and take hunting. So then we started doing that together and Amber would tag along here and there too. But then, you know, at, at times she wasn't into it and then times she would get back into it. And so we kind of bounced back and forth. And then I think it was like, what, more or less two years ago, you started getting more into it. Okay, let's back up a little bit. No. Key purpose of, okay, I was working full-time, working part-time on the weekends. So the weekends I didn't want to, didn't work, I just wanted to sleep. So it's like you, you know, I come from hard workers. I've always worked either one full-time job, two part-time jobs, even in school, through college. So it's like, I'm like work, 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 work. So I was like, my weekends are like, oh, do I want to get up? Am I going to see anything? And of course, the times I don't get up and go is when he sees something and then it's frustrating. <laughs> yep. I get that. And and I can certainly respect the aspect of, you know, you're working two jobs, you know, or, you know, full-time, then you got a part-time and, you know, and, you know, you, I get it. Um, mm -hmm. But kudos to you it's for, for sticking with it. If I didn't work like an hour away from home. So like okay. an hour there, an hour back, like that's ten hours a week in a car. Yeah, yeah, that's brutal. You know what I mean, that's brutal. So it's like, that's brutal. Work, you know, eight to ten hours, and then two hours additional in the car. Like, it, it takes the toll on you. It does. Um, like where I live, we're in the in the northern Virginia area, right? So, from my house to to the White House is 34 miles. Oh, wow. But it takes about an hour and a half to two hours to get there, mm -hmm. right, depending on traffic. Um, but, you know, it, it's murderous sometimes when you're just sitting in the car and you're trying to get to work. And it, it can be so, so just brutal. Mm -hmm. But for me, that was, you know, 
when you do that, it's more of a reason to get, you know, for me, I got to get outside. You know, I got to get in the woods. I can't, I can't sit in that truck or car anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Benny's kind of the same way. He, he just moved and, um, but he moved closer. I say, so. thankfully now I have like a three minute commute across yeah. the street and onto the base. Game. And it's so <laughs> nice. I have to get rid of all my animals and I'm not willing to get that up. Yeah. I don't blame you. They're my life. They're my therapy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This podcast used to be my therapy until Benny came on. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. I mean, I think you need to bring the young blood and to make it. Yeah, more you, do. you do. You do. That know. was completely Benny, uncalled great. for. Wow. Uh, I, I, I can't believe I that. I give him something. My feelings are hurt. Yeah, well, that <laughs> bottle of whiskey won't, will fix it. So don't feel bad. Amen That's, to that. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so you, you got into archery. And, you know, part time. And now it looks like, I mean, you know, your, your social media is, you know, th- you know, all kinds of, you know, bow fit, you know, bow, you know, bow hunting. Do y'all do bow fishing at all? You ever try that? I mean, we haven't tried it. It's something I would like to try to get into. On our Acubo. <laughs> yeah. There you yeah, go. We went on the Acubo and we were and that's not successful. No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, we know a guy, right, Benny? That's right. That's right. We <laughs> we'll know a couple. Set up. But yeah, we know a guy. <laughs> you have to come this way, though. You can't. You can't yeah, stay. You out have there. to you come. Have to come game. My manager won't like it, but I mean, hey. <laughs> I mean, I take off for like archery shoots and vacations. So what's the difference? Yeah, exactly. So, one of the pictures, I think it's the one that we used for y'all on the social media, is. It looks like y'all are at an art getting ready to go to an archery shoot. Is that yeah? Is that right? Yeah, we're at a Tennessee Pro Archery Challenge. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And day so one, Leopold. Yeah, day yeah. one. Yeah. So you get into this, and now it looks like y'all are all in. Oh yeah, and, definitely. And and how is that? I mean, tell us how that circuit works. Or you know how it how how you go about doing this? Obviously, you travel and go see so you know. I mean, hey, we've done like the R one hundreds locally. What what's the closest one to us? Mulberly, Missouri. Mulberly, which is what two hours? I don't know. I think that was two and a half, almost three. So like this was our first big archery shoot. We went all in. We're like <laughs> we're doing this, unless you get the warm knock time. That's cool. That's <laughs> I mean- who. <laughs> man we had it all set i even did it while i was at work on the clock i did it while i was on the clock at work too set a plan. <laughs> hey, next year i'm registering for both of us oh no because we set a plan he calls me i'm not busy i know we have to be on there Set a time. We're going to do this knock up, this knock time on this day, this knock time on the next day. We're going to do this course and this course. So what do I do? I get the knock times that he wants. What does he do? James? What happened, James? I get an hour late. <laughs> so when I was on the app, you know, and these, these times are going fast. And I'm like, I look and it says, how many are left for 7 o'clock in the morning? And I'm like, I can't, it's not like I can just like be on the phone with her and talk to her while trying to do this. I was on the computer. This is my work I meant, I meant my phone because it wouldn't, then it kicked me out. So then I'm like, what are the chances she got the seven o'clock one? I'm like, okay, well, fine. I'll just go with the eight o'clock just to be on the safe side. 
So then, you know, I submit it. Congratulations, you're good. All right, great. I'm like, hey, I got the eight o'clock because I didn't know if you'd get the seven. Oh, I got the seven. So then I'm like, great. Now what are we going to do? <laughs> well, I guess I'm going to start at seven and I'm just going to sit there for an hour until you get there. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, in reality, we probably could have done that. Well. I mean, they they checked your wristbands and all that. I think it was the first day they checked your wristbands. I don't, for... I don't know. I still have mine on mine. Yeah. My little wristbands on mine still. But, yeah, I used to watch some of the videos on YouTube of people doing Total Archery Challenge, and I'm like, that looks like a lot of fun. We did the R100, and... Nothing compares. I'm going to tell yeah, you that right compares. now. So, so, well, hold on. Let's, let's, let's look at this. For people who may be not into the archery world, I, I get it, but let's, let's try to explain to people what you know what you're talking about the r100 what does that consist of um what what should they expect and and how does it work so the r100 is a national like an archery shoot um i think you can either buy one side or the other side or both mm-hmm. so you have north north american targets so your moose your bears stuff like that and then you have your african targets like so you have yeah, your safari. So you have like a giant, a life-size giraffe. Giraffe you can shoot at. Whoa. Sasquatch. That's dope. Um, Wait, Sasquatch is in Africa? Africa? All different kinds of stuff. <laughs> so they call it the R100 because it's 100 targets total. Jeez. One course is 50. One course is the other 50. That's a lot of shooting, though. Yes. <laughs> now your range is go from 40 yards inward <clears throat> so so not as far shots yeah you, you don't do have, have to have your, a, you do have a few angles not too many but you know it's what i would consider it is if anybody wants to get into doing the total archery do an r100 first just to get your feet wet a little bit kind of get an idea because the total archery challenge is a monster all on its own okay less targets for sure. So it's but longer distances. Like what are we talking distance wise? So the first course we did was the Leopold, um, twenty five targets. And when they set these targets up, they don't make trails for you. Yeah, so this okay? is like like you're following flags through the woods, fine and dandy, not a problem. And then they drop a cone where you stand, mm-hmm. and then you have to find the targets. So it's you gotta find target look around so backtrack a little bit the leopold course was just under three miles long um and the second course we did was black rifle i think it was just under four miles <laughs> and this isn't like walking on concrete no. or anything i mean yeah, you're no. going up and down hills yeah you are going through terrain let me tell you i don't think you i mean i'm sure there's people out there but I'm 100% certain everybody struggled with at least one of those courses. I would believe it. One, there's no trail, so that's the bad thing. So, like, we don't know which way to go. We're just, like, looking for flags. But, like, on day two, they're like, oh, yeah, the brush was pushed down and everything, and there was trails. I'm like, oh, yeah, I wonder why. (laughs) We're going the right way, boys. (laughs) (laughs) So then with your total archery challenge, your target, 
It can vary. They claim that, I feel like one of them said that there's like 15. Or maybe, I don't know, what were the ranges again? It's one that you definitely have to bring a range finder because when we, when we chose these courses, we were looking at the website and it said your ranges go from like this to this. And I'm like, okay, her bow can shoot fine. That's no big deal. We can do that. So we chose the two where it was like closer shots. No, it's it's whatever the people decide to put the targets at. <laughs> so you would have, you know, a bedded ram at 84 yards down a hill. I think that was Ooh. 150 something. Well, there's other ones too, though. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so a lot of it's just a fun shoot. Some people go for scoring and all that, and it. And again, it's not like you want a competition or anything. You know, you can do the fun novelty shots to try to win a truck, like shooting a caribou, I think, at 111 yards. You hit it right in the 12 ring, though. And it's not like this is, you know, easy to see. It, it's shaded, so you can't, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, you know, you got a lot of vendors there, too. And it's just a really good time. Um, it sounds like a lot of fun. It sounds like something Benny sounds, would want to get it into. It sounds like something really fun. If I hadn't have just sold my bow literally <laughs> yesterday. I mean, there is next year. Yeah, there you go, Benny. Okay, at this point, we actually met up with some of our followers from Instagram that also went. Um, and we've actually, like, agreed to, like, all do, like, the annual, like make it an annual, like, pack event in the Tennessee one because that's the closest one to us. Um. And yeah, I mean, that was really fun. Like, you've never met half of these people. And we all kind of, like, met up and kind of just had a good time. That's awesome. That's cool. Hell, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you'd be amazed on how many people actually go to these events. Well, I've seen I've seen some of them. Um, and some of them are just, they're wild. There's people everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like you are saying, the, the, like, trick shot kind of things for mm-hmm. winning a truck or brand new Matthews bow or something like that. And they have like a steel elk at like 115 yards and dudes are just smashing arrows. (laughs) It's like, Oh no, that hurts. Yeah. You just see this arrow just. One of our friends, I was recording him when he did it too. And it's like, he was so close and I videoed it and it just was like, Nope. (laughs) Yeah. His wife was even closer. But yeah. They did the so they did the Sitka course, and I think that one was just under like six miles of a hike. Oof, Maybe that not doesn't surprise a me. Longer. And that's where you have longer distances, like 110, 120 yard shots. I, no. No. Why? <laughs> no. Why? <laughs> I'm going to say no. That's so pointless. That's, that's <laughs> solid no for me. Let me tell you, we actually, the first, okay, we'll say the first course we shot with, we actually had guys shoot with us the whole course it was pretty fun and they actually ended up like giving me some of their arrows as effort arrows as yep. i don't want to destroy mine I, I mean i'm just gonna wing it they're heavier than mine like they're shooting what 60 70 pound bows so they're like zipping and i'm here in line maxed out at 50 and <laughs> i'm shooting these extra long arrows but let me tell you some of those shots are the best shots i've made <laughs> yeah oh yeah so <laughs> i'll take it that's cool. I still have them too. I walked away with both of them. Very there cool. Three or four yeah. Of them actually. Mm-hmm. So, so what kind of what kind of bows do y'all shoot for stuff like that? Are you shooting like the 
super fancy gold chrome competition <laughs> bow or yeah, no. you're shooting your just regular compounds, right? Yeah, oh, regular yeah. compounds. Well, he's got two bows that he goes back and forth with. He really wants to have one for like archery shoots and one for hunting. But I'm not going with that chrome fancy. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I have one bow I shoot and I just shoot it both unless he buys me another one. I'm trying to talk him into it. Mm. Look at that. I mean, I did buy you one for your anniversary. That's a good woman right there. Buying a bow for an anniversary present. But the bow I wanted like double the price. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, there's always a catch. <laughs> so what kind of what kind of bows are y'all shooting? Like what brand, you know, what model? How do you have them set up? Uh so we both shoot Hoyt Toroxes. Um I have mine set at 70 or is it set at 50? Probably a little under right now, but Yeah. Maybe like 48 now. Yeah. So my lit was actually my first name brand bow that I bought myself and I paid for myself. So I cherish my bow. Because <laughs> it's like I worked hard for it. I paid for it out of my pocket. Like I don't care if it's not eight hundred, nine hundred thousand dollars, fifteen hundred dollars. It's a bow. I bought I paid for it and that's how I feel. Cool. I say the Hoyts the Hoyts are nice. I think if I get another bow, I might try a Hoyt. I've I've shot Matthews since oh, day man. one and I love them. But those Hoyts are they look good. Oh, I, I might have to break down and get one. So what's funny is one of the dudes we were shooting with that's from Springfield, he goes to that bow shop you're talking about. Oh, Midwest Archery? Yeah. Yeah. So he was shooting a bow tech. He goes to draw back, and they hear a loud pop, and he, he didn't shoot or anything, and he was just kind of like, what was that? He breaks down the bow, and he looks, and the limb had snapped, but it was still holding. Oh, God. Ooh. I think he made it to target number two. two oh, three, my two three. God, yeah. that's terrifying. So then he took his bow to Bowtech to see if they could do something about it because there's a Bowtech booth there. Um and Botech, you know, I guess it was a couple years old or something like that, you know. So they got onto the phone with their rep to contact, you know, his archery shop, all this. And I will say, shout out to Botech for letting him borrow one of their employees' bows yeah. and arrows. Oh, that's so cool. they basically wow. let him borrow it. So he like he didn't even get to complete like the whole course. Like he drove from Missouri, you know, down there, and they're like, great, I didn't even get to complete the course or anything. And yeah, they hang it on one of their personal bows, and they're like, "Here we go, just bring it back." That's cool. That's a bold yeah. choice for someone that just snapped a limb. Yeah, <laughs> be like, "Here's mine." <laughs> yep. So he was shooting whatever their brand new one is. It's the carbon, carbon one, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah so he gets back home, and they didn't have the parts that he could use to fix his. So they end up like hooking him up with a deal to get a carbon one or something like that. So he was shooting it for a little while. And then he sends me a message the other day. He's like, so I'm actually team Hoyt now. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> uh, he got rid of the bow because he said something about it felt heavier for it being a carbon mm -hmm. bow and a couple other things. And so he got a, what was it? It's the Hoyt VTM. VTM 33. Yeah. That's a sick bow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
I say some of the stuff that these guys are coming out with now, and like the only the one thing that kind of pisses me off about the new Matthews bows is how they're doing the attaching everything through the risers. And so, like, mm-hmm. if you're not buying the Matthews branded sight, it, like, that's the whole point of that bow is it has the slot in the riser so you can mount everything to the riser that mm-hmm. way. Like, yeah, you can still mount stuff on the side, but like, if you want to do it the way it's designed. It's like $5,000 by the time you get the special rest that goes through the riser and the sight that goes through the riser and all these special things that Matthews is just like, we're going to drill a hole through the middle of the riser and you can only use our stuff for it. It's like, why? Why? Hoyt is coming out with some pretty neat bows in the future. I had to get my shoulder healed up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They were talking about something that it... uh, I can't remember what show it was. Was um, it ATA? <laughs> I think it was. Yeah, I think it was. Oh, um, yeah, we did go to ATA. Yeah. That was another um, thing. And, and that's a fun place. Yes. Um, But, yeah, I think they were – I think that's where I remember hearing about that, that they were going to do something like that. And, um, yeah, I, I, I'd like to say I'm a Hoyt fan. Um, I gave up compound bows a long time ago. Um. I, I'm strictly crossbows now, and I stick with it. So, are you saying Hoyt just needs to come out with a crossbow then? Uh, if they do, I'd buy it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would probably tick off some other compound Hoyt people, though, more than likely. Well, it would. Yeah. You can't please everybody at this point. That's true, though. That they'd sell a ton of them. They would sell a ton of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. they'd sell those like You know they would. What was that, Benny? I said they'd sell those things like wildfire. It'd be nuts. Oh, yeah. yeah. Make it a 100-yard bow, it'd be over. I actually um, hunt with his crossbow during rifle season. Yeah. Um, when when I hunt out in Kansas, I it's a draw for me because it's I'm out of state. Mm-hmm. And um, I've never drawn a rifle tag in Kansas, ever. And so, I mean, they're super hard for out-of-staters to draw. But you can almost always draw a, a bow tag. Um, yeah. we, we go on a you know a, a big ticket and go that route. But uh, the uh, we you know, they allow you to hunt with crossbows during you know, compound mm-hmm. bow, bow season. And um, I've shot a lot of different bows, and you know I've I've shot a lot of different things. And that Raven, good God! I mean, I had no idea that's a hundred you know hundred yard bow. Right. Okay. Yeah, I don't believe that. It is. And then some. <laughs> so, I mean, it'll you'll split arrows at a hundred yards with that thing. So, um, that's that, and no, no disrespect to anybody who shoots compound bows. I, I got I got mad respect for people who do. It's super hard. Um, I just don't trust myself anymore with the uh, you know the compound bows and and deer hunting primarily. Um, but man, I, I look at some of the new stuff and, you know, it's, I, I walk into the, our local shop and I'm just drooling over this stuff. I'm like, good mm-hmm. God, man, what else are y'all going to come up with? I'm like, um, geez, I need a job promotion at this point. <laughs> you ain't kidding. <laughs> For sure. I say, I've only ever used a crossbow once. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I've used a crossbow one time. I came home uh, on leave and went up. My uncle's like, hey, we're going deer hunting tomorrow. I'm like, well, that's great. I don't have any of my stuff in Missouri. He's like, well, just use my crossbow. I'm like, all right. 
I get in the stand and this doe comes walking out. I'm like, man, I really don't want to shoot a doe at night. Like, I don't feel like dealing with all this. And she walked to like 20 yards, stopped and turned broadside. And I was like, man, you deserve it. <laughs> and I got that crossbow and I had never shot the crossbow. He's like, just I thought put. you were going to say you went to pull the trigger and the safety was on. No, 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 no. <laughs> So she, she comes out, she stops broadside, and I'm like, yeah, you deserve it. I've never shot this crossbow. It's the first time I'd ever shot a crossbow. And so I put it up, and I clicked the safety, and as soon as I did, she turned and looked straight at me, like locked eyes with her. And I was like, uh-oh, like game's over now. And <laughs> squeeze that trigger, and pfft, dude, that thing is screaming. It was yeah. unbelievable. Like by the time I realized, like, actually process what was going on that arrow is through her and there was just trail of blood coming out and i'm like whoa that was cool <laughs> oh yeah like that was fast i was like holy crap he's like what was that because he could he was sitting pretty close so he could hear the twang of it he's like do you just shoot and i was like yeah dude this thing's freaking awesome <laughs> i was like yeah. these are sweet so 400 feet per second gets, i'm a big crossbow I mean, fan get now. Them out there quick oh yeah dude yeah ripping but uh, now, it, so we talked a little bit about y'all going out to these, you know, the archery hunts and and uh, or the the archery shoots and stuff. But y'all also are are hunters as well. Oh yeah. Um, and what kind of you know? Obviously, you get into the bows and you know uh, you you get out and you, you've got you know good spot to hunt and you're tracking some deer and stuff like that. Um, what is it that really kind of drives you? You know. You know, I'm sure you rifle hunt. Maybe you do. I don't. I don't know. You might. You might just be a bow hunter only. But, um, what is it about bow hunting that really kind of drives you? That says, "Hey, look, this is what I need to be doing." Want to go first? Go ahead. I think for me, it's just more of a calming thing. Mm -hmm. I like, I like learning a new skill and just harnessing it. Mm -hmm. You know, you you see a lot of these new things come out for bows, like you guys were talking about. But then it makes it too easy sometimes, I feel like. And I'm like, I want to keep it as basic and simple as I can, but still, you know, just get after it. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. I kind of think it is kind of like a calming factor for me. It's like I battle a lot with anxiety and depression. So, like, for me, it's just like a mental clarity just to kind of be out in nature because I love being outdoors and I mean, I am a huge animal fan, so <laughs> people are like, how do you have that many animals? And then you go out and shoot a deer. I'm like, well, I haven't really shot a deer yet, so I'll let you know when I do that. <laughs> um, but, I mean, I enjoy it. Even, you know, whether we don't get a shot, we get a shot, whatever, just being out there and just, like, seeing things as nature and just kind of being in the outdoors in general is just kind of like a mental clarity for me. I can completely relate to that. Absolutely. I said um, there is something I, magical about being in a deer stand when that sun's first coming up on a, you know, November listen, day if it's snowing or I something say, and just watching it all come to life. There is something. I am that type of person of you get out there an hour before sunset or sunrise. Sun I'm like, all right, I'm napping up when the sun's up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> deer wake me up. Um, <laughs> I, but yeah, I can agree with you with uh with when you see that sun coming up, you know, and it's like everything just starts to wake up. Yeah, that yep. th those five minutes where everything first starts to wake up, the birds start chirping and kind of flying around, and uh -huh. you know that first squirrel hits the ground and starts 
digging for acorns or whatever he's doing and making a whole bunch of noise and scaring the crap out of you. Like, oh, there's a deer behind me. Oh, shit. Oh, no, nope, it's That's another the squirrel. Biggest deer ever. Dude, I'm telling you, the worst ones are possums. Oh, yeah. Nobody uh, will change my mind. There is nothing. The there is nothing I mean, that sounds. I swear to God, I think a, possum. a possum. In our dryer. <laughs> oh God! I would. Oh, I would swear my life. A possum sounds more like a deer walking through the woods than a deer does walking through the woods. <laughs> it is unbelievable. I hate those damn things. Oh, yeah, those things are cool. Like rabbit. Tons of birds. That's what we mar- we normally have rabbits. Uh, rabbits, mm-hmm. yeah. squirrels, chipmunks. Yeah, we normally have chipmunks, squirrels, mm-hmm. rabbits, and then you get your birds that are just like flying right around. Oh, yeah. You. Yep. Yeah, the no, birds we've are. Been, we've seen a couple turkey last year at your mom's. Yeah. Not this year. This is the first year we've actually seen turkey on our property, um, and it was what a Jake and a hen, and then three babies. So. Oh no, that's a Tom and a hen. Okay. Um. So, I mean, that was something exciting to see on our cameras of oh, our neighbors actually have pet turkeys. Oh, Lord. Or, like, they're across the street, so it's fine. <laughs> are they banded? And I'm like, are those our neighbors, or are they, like, wild, or... But Go out with baby, an owl call <laughs> every well, morning. It, it screwed me up because, like, I was walking outside one day and I'm looking at our little trails that we have that go down to the sand. And I like, I see this thing's head popping up and down. I'm like, is that a turkey? <laughs> turkey. And I'm hearing it clucking. I'm like, that's I was, a turkey. You know that word. You're at work. Yeah, yeah. I think I picked up a shift or something. And so then I'm kind of just like walking, you know, in the field, kind of like not wanting to go the same direction, but like, you know, kind of cut it off or at least kind of get a better idea. And then it just disappeared. I'm like, well, I'm still hearing it. And so I'm recording it with my phone and like, you can hear it clucking. And then like, there's a tree in front of me and I like pan up right at the right time. And it just flies off. I'm like, (laughs) and then, you know, for the next two weeks or so, I would hear it down in the field clucking around. I'm just like, Oh, you know, because then I was throwing out wood and I'm hearing this sound and I'm like, someone hammering something down there oh. then i kind of listen more i'm like oh no that's clucking oh the turkey okay yeah because like where our property ends it used to be so we got a good section of woods behind us and then yeah, we used to have more like to the corner of us but then the dude who owned that land decided oh i'm going to bulldoze all of my trees to build my house at the very very oh, end of the uh property line gotta hate that well yeah it's funny when i'm sitting there in the tree stand and especially like in november when the leaves are gone i'm looking down i'm looking down the hill and like i can just look just right and see them on their porch or and i can hear their conversation the whole time Mm. oh that's no fun that sucks (laughs) i mean honestly though we still have a lot of movement of deer honestly surprisingly even though like yeah well, and the nice the nice thing that he did for you all was, you know, he he pushed a lot of the habitat, you know, to to your land. True. Uh, you know, they're going to bed down more on your area. They're going to have more, you know, more trees, more food, more, you know, everything kind of there. You know, right. you'll see them kind of go out there and, and maybe help them help you understand the the pattern of the deer. You know, when they're getting up, you know, you you'll see them. They're probably going to go over to his property in the morning and 
you'll see them in the tree line on the edge, something. I mean, so I, I think there's, there can be some benefits to it, but it's still a crappy thing to do. Yeah. So. Well, too, like last year, I feel like it kind of did help us because I think like last year was the year that we had like the most activity, like whether yeah. most of the time it was like getting dark and too dark to take a shot or, you know, do we shoot or yeah. do we pass or do this or that? Um, but honestly, we had, we did have a lot of activity and like, they would like come up, circle around and then like, we would still be sitting in the stand and they would just like be there. I'm like, okay, you're going to stand there. Yeah. It, it came down to the point though, where it would be a little annoying. It's dark now. Yeah. And then but they're you, still right there. Yeah, they're like 15 yards yeah. from us. And I'm like, yeah. I want to get down. I can't yep. shoot you. I want to get down. <laughs> yeah. That's so when you then, take the old water bottle out of the backpack and flick it off into the woods. Yep. <laughs> what I did, I said, I'm going to clear the field. And I grab this water bottle on and just tuck it. Honestly, I feel like lately the deer around here are kind of, I don't want to say used to humans, but like we oh, were yeah. doing like last weekend or last weekend. Um, we just had this nice storm come through and I was like, okay, we'll stop storming. Let's fire up the grill. Let's just grill some food real quick. And like James is going out there to like the charcoal as I'm prepping the food. And he's like, do you ever just have that moment where you feel like something's watching you? I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, he looks up like our patio, like our patio is out there and our grills here, our tables here. We have the extra awning and he just looks up and then he sees a doe just staring back at him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So then it, it became, it was a funny game of cat and mouse between me and her. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so the doe, you know, the doe's looking at me, I'm looking at her, you know, she just grazes around and she's probably at the most 40 yards away. Yeah. So then she walks down and she walks down to the end of the field, like where our stands are. So I'm like, okay. Well, 20 minutes later, I'm hearing the neighbor's dog barking. I'm like, okay, she's probably on their yeah. property. I want to go check the camera. So I walked down to the corner of, where, where our yard was. is before where uh like right where she was and get ready to go into the field and i stop and she's staring at him staring at me probably 30 yards still and right there in front of the camera i'm like okay i'm just gonna back up now yeah i'm just gonna go back up to the house you know you you, you do you so i walk back oh, up yeah. to the house at that time the girl's ready so i come out start putting the food on start cooking and james like leans over the corner of the house and there she is, just glaring at us. Yeah, so then she came up to where I was standing, and she's looking up at me. She's like, basically like, hey, I just seen you, like, you're not, you're not cute, like, I seen you, you're not funny. Yeah, yeah, this is, yeah, I'm I like, you. wow. <laughs> like, there's some afternoons we, like, just walk the property and walk the field just as, you know, exercise, and the other night we were doing it, and I tell him, like, I'm like, just stop. I tell him to stop. And, you know, we have, like, a little brush pile. We have this tree. He can't see the deer, but I can see it plain as deer, plain as day. I'm like, there's a deer. So I zoom in and take a picture, and I'm like, look. So he's, like, trying to move around this tree, trying to look <laughs> at her. He literally stands there for, like, five minutes and watches us. Flips her tail. Doesn't blow. Yeah, doesn't nothing, stomp. Just... Nothing. She oh, that's a good tail. doe. She can live. Yeah. <laughs> as long as they don't right. stomp and blow, they can live. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and we're just kind of, like, recording her, watching her. We sit there. Well, we didn't know on... Like the other side of our property, my dad's stand is, there was another doe over there. And we couldn't see her from like, you know, just yeah. kind of some brush and stuff. So we had some there. thickets on that side. And, you know, the other one kind of goes off into the side of the 
in, in the tree line for like, okay, let's go. And then I told him to stop again because I'm like walking down. I look over to like where my dad's stand is and he's just staring dead at me. He's still not here. I'm like, great. Doesn't blow or anything, but you can tell she turned and just flipped her tail and just kind of trotted away. It's like there's another doe over there. Never blew though. Neither one of them. Yeah, y'all got the good so, does. Yeah, y'all got the good Every doe on our farm just freaking snorts and blows and makes a Oh my god, they make as much noise as they yeah, possibly no. can. Well, see, it's made it kind of funny because like I was setting up my new stand that's going to be a good like camera angle stand for when she's in the two man. Yeah, by myself by the way, because let me tell you, I asked him if he was going to hunt in there with me because it's a two man stand. Like I picked, it was on sale, bought it, nice stand, whatever. He goes, "I don't know, maybe." I said, "What do you mean maybe?" I said, "Okay, well then you pick to the curb. I'm hunting in by myself." <laughs> you can go part in my dad's stand. That's savage right there. Like, you don't say maybe. Get out of here. Well, it depends on where the deer are. <laughs> well, no, it's perfect because where the deer come out, that's where my stand is. Mm. So it's his loss. So. so I get this new stand set up here, and I'm in the middle of doing something. And I just look up, and a doe comes in the field, and I'm like, crap. They have no fear. So, and she just, like, comes up, comes over, and then she's 15 yards from me, just standing there grazing. I'm like, well, I guess that means there's going to be a good spot because she can't see me. But I'm kind of, like, stuck here, like, with my legs stuck in between the tree and a tree stand, yeah. like, my foot. And I'm like, great. And so... I, I, I recorded it on my phone. I sat there for a good 20 minutes. Finally, I guess she winded me when she got next to the tree, right next oh, to it, like <laughs> right under me, and then blew and then took off. Never saw me, just, you know, winded me. Yeah. So then there's been other times I've been out there trying to work on this stand just because I'm trying to get it finished, and a deer comes out, and then I'm like, great, now I got to be stoned. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it could be worse. I mean, we've had deer as close as probably like five foot from us. Oh yeah, we've had on the stand, but they're like small bucks where it's not worth even shoot them. Like they're two four pointers, spikes, whatever. Yeah, so it's like walk right yeah, in front of the stand. Literally, like, right. We literally had a course where he would like come out, go by my dad's stand, up and down, and then come right in front of our stand. And then kind of circle back around and then come right back in front of our stand. And like, <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, he's we not, got all he's not real smart. footage. Yeah. But what? I'm not going to waste my tag. It's like, right. did you get a shot? Yeah, I got a shot with my phone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, but y'all, now, Missouri's known for having some big bucks. Mm -hmm. um, at least that's what Benny tells me, right? Um, I can prove but, it if I need to. And that got. Is that a 10? 12? Mm, the that's so then there is the 10. But he's got a bigger one on his wall. I was actually see if I can find the camera. Because so, like I was telling you guys about how we had, uh, how we have the sevens coming in right now. But then I said yeah. this is kind of how last year went. Yeah, they come in first. Yeah, the, the younger bucks come in and then they get pushed out by the big bucks, you know. Well, let me tell you, it. we have this one buck that's at least a 10, maybe a 12. 
he stays within the tree line. Oh, yeah. I can, like, skim the tree line and sometimes see him just walk in the tree line. And his rack's pretty wide, too. Like, all you see is, like, his rack moving. Oh, yeah. But he does not, he does not step out during the daylight yet. So, let's see if I can do this. Other way. There we go. Hey, yeah. so we had this guy. Up later. We had him showing up, like I said, near the end of October. Now, we had a, we had a little bit of a, we've had a little story with that guy. We called him Tall Pines because the year before, he had stepped out and like Amber had seen him. And I'm grabbing my bow, mm. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting that buck fever. I'm starting to shake. I'm trying to grab my bow off the thing. And, and see where I'm sitting in the two man on this stand, I could see the deer before him. Oh, nice. So I'm like, I'm like, deer, there's a deer. And he was, uh, he was beautiful, but he did not stay out long enough. No. No matter if I would have tried or him. He yeah. literally came out, walked down and went right into the opening that they always do. And then this was the other one. Oh, yeah. Oh. So, like, some tall G2s. Yes, like, sir. That guy, he came out, and I'm like, who in the F are you? Because yeah. I have never seen you once. Oh, yeah. And it just, it just popped up. So, it's hard for us because we have, like, our property that's just under, like, five acres. Not a lot, but enough to hunt. Sure. And then... His mom also has just over 10 acres. But the only thing with her property is, yeah, she has a great source. She's got a pond there for her water source, you know. Not very many people hunt over there. But the downfall is she has horses. Hmm. So and it's it like up to a lot, mm-hmm. lot more land. Hmm. Yeah. So it's... But we do have, like, big bucks over there. There's one buck we call Phantom. Um, because like he pops up just before daylight normally, and <laughs> that's he how they do. His body, and then he disappears. That's cool. Like he literally has been chasing this buck for at least two or three years. Yeah, my dad has seen him. He has seen him. I have seen him, but he does not stay out long enough where we can get a shot. There's even like ten to twelves over there that we did on camera, but. Never when we're over there. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why you come in, right? It's, it's a catch-22. It's like, which land do we go to? <laughs> yeah. Well, so you've seen my buck, haven't you, Mikey? Um, that one, the the baby I shot two years ago? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was so pissed about that. <laughs> I went home on... Dude, that was just a that was just a terrible night in general. It was my last night in Missouri. I think it was the opening week in a rifle. And... It was Sunday night. I'm walking out to my stand in the afternoon. It was like 2 p.m. And I'm walking out, walking through our field, and I get to the wood line. And the stand's like 60 yards into the woods. So I get to the head of the trail, and I bust two deer right off the wood line. And they take off running through the woods, and I'm like, oh, shit, that sucked. And they both stopped. I'm like, hmm, that was a mistake. And I grab my rangefinder and ping them. The one, they're both at like 83 yards. And I'm using a 30-odd six. I'm like, Pfft. <laughs> should have kept running buddy and so i'm looking at him trying to figure out you know if making sure that none of them are button bucks or anything like that and the one is standing there just absolutely clueless looking off into the woods i'm like well, that's weird the other one is like locked eyes with me stomping its foot and blowing and i'm like that's a doe 
100%. I'm looking at its head. Didn't see anything. It's stomping and blowing. I'm like, yep, that's the doe. Click. Boom. Folded it. I get up to it. And I'm looking. And I grab its head. And I'm like, oh, it's a fucking button buck. And I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. I'm like, no way I just did that. My uncle texts me. He's like, what'd you shoot? I was like, oh, I shot a deer on the way into the stand. And he's like, is it a doe? And I was like, oh, I thought it was. I was like, upon closer inspection, it is a button buck. And I was like, that's painful. I'm sorry. I don't like to do that. Like, uh, I guess I'll just pick this up and go back to the truck. And he's like, no, nah, screw that. It's only like 2.30. He's like, drag it into the shade and go get in your stand. I'm like, all right. So I get in my stand. And like right at last, like this buck comes walking up out of the valley. And I'm looking at him I'm like, damn, you know, that's a pretty nice buck. But he's coming up behind me through the ravine. And I'm like, man. To try to, like, sling sideways off this tree with a rifle, like, it's not an easy shot. It's not a monster. Like, it's a nice buck. And so I'm just like, you know what, screw it. I'm just going to sit here and watch him. And finally, he walks up. And he gets to, like, 15 yards, turns his head, and looks straight up at me. And I'm, huh, well, when you stand and look like that, that's a not, you know, that's a lot nicer <laughs> looking deer. bigger when you're and, looking at him like that. You know, he's standing there looking straight at me. I'm like, all right. You know, he's tall. He's outside his ears. He's got good brow tines. He's got good mass. I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm shooting him. So I let him walk out. And he walks out to like 30 yards, turns broadside again, and drilled him. And we get down to him. I'm like, damn, you know, that's a really nice buck. Like, hell yeah, dude. Well, my buddy takes the head. He's going to do a European mount for me. And so oh, I heard about a couple, couple of weeks later, my buddy calls me. He sends me pictures of it first, and it looks amazing. And he calls me, and he's like, dude, I got bad news. What do you mean you got bad news? Would you like break the skull or something? He's like, no, like you know everything's fine. And um, he's like, dude, this deer is not over two and a half years old. And I was like, what? What do you mean it's not over two and a half years old? So it scored. It was a hundred and forty nine and a half. So I mean, it's a nice buck, and its teeth are freaking razor blades. I'm like, oh god, at two and a half, that deer at four or five would have been a beast <laughs> so uh, that one's that's a painful one to look at on the wall but yeah there's there's some big bucks we found um like i think like three or four years ago we've got a like creek ravine thing that runs through the middle of one of the fields and there was a we found a buck in there one day we were up there working on food plots and we just saw these buzzards circling this corner and we're like what the hell's back there so we go walking back there and there's a buck laying dead in that creek bed and I think my uncle, my uncle actually got it mounted. Um, and I think it was like a 186 or something like that. <laughs> like a oh, low, wow. like low to mid 180s. Just oh, wow. dead in the field. That's preserved <laughs> for you, though. <laughs> We're like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, dude, that thing's a freaking tank. Jesus Christ. How are we going to get that out of here? I don't know. My wife got her first buck in Missouri. I tell you that? No. <laughs> Yeah, she hit her. She uh, she hit it with my truck, but oh, that is not what I was expecting. Jesus Christ! Yeah. Mikey. Oh, that was a yeah, good one. That was a that was a fun trip. Oh, y'all got signs up everywhere out there. What is this like? You know, don't swerve or I can't. No, nah, you just is. hit them like. Yeah, but they got them everywhere. It's like up on 70, and they got, like, the signs everywhere. And There was um, a patient that came into my office, and, you know, 
certain, like we have patients that literally come out of state to our office because, you know, we are specialists for multiple sclerosis and there's not many specialists out there. So sure. like, we have these patients come in and um, there's one that lives past our house, so past 44, down 44. And they're like, yeah, when we were driving in today, there was a black bear that ran across the highway. I'm like, what? What? I'm like, you <laughs> a bear, right? Not a deer? We almost did it. I'm like, I think that was actually that black bear was actually on my mom's property. I don't know. No, I think it was further out, 44. I said, I'd believe it. Our farm up in, uh, I was telling James, our property's up in like Moberly, Madison area. Um, Oh, yeah. I had an uncle that lived in Moberly. And so we had, this was like two or three years ago. I was sitting in my stand, like right at last light, and I just see these three black things walking through the woods towards me. And so I was immediately, like, the size of them, I was like, oh, they're, like, turkeys or something walking through. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, man, it's really late. I think turkeys should be roosted by now. And they're getting closer and closer and closer, and I'm looking at them. I'm like, okay, they definitely have four legs. I was like, they're too big to be raccoons. Cows. And they're, like, jet black. I'm like, dude, what the hell are these things? And I'm looking, looking, looking. I can't figure out what they are. And finally, the thought of black bear cubs popped into my head. I'm like, no, there's no way there's black bears up here. So I Googled, like, how many black bear cubs are in, like, a normal litter? And it's, like, two to three. And I'm like, (laughs) these are black bear cubs. I'm going to die. And I'm like, where's the mom? I would be like, oh, this is. Come here, little bear. Oh, hell no. And it was the same same thing like we talked about earlier, wanting to get out of the stand, and you got stuff sitting in front of you. So I took a bottle of water, and I hucked it at him. And, I mean, I missed the one by, like, maybe a couple inches it went straight over his back and hit the dirt like right in between all of them and they all just stopped moving for a second and kind of like looked around and then went right back to whatever they were doing and i was like oh <laughs> hell no oh, <laughs> i lowered my bow down on the string i left my backpack and everything else in the stand i basically jumped off the ladder grabbed my bow and sprinted to the truck my <laughs> uncle was like i get back to the truck i'm panting hard and he's like what the hell's wrong with you and i was like dude i swear to god i just saw black bears in the woods and he's like there's no I way mean, there's no black bear up here kind of sounds familiar about trying to get down to the sand um, <laughs> oh there's a story here there was an animal what's there <laughs> oh had a little case of the bubble gut oh, oh. that happens oh that happens, happens. To the, happens to the best of them this happened at your mom's property and not ours. So since she, since she just had to like kind of tip into this, this was uh, two years ago. I had our stand set up. So she does ladder stands. So we have her ladder stand up on this tree. And then so I would crawl up first. And then I had my hang on on the back side of it. So I would go first, you know, get in the stand. Then she would get, come up after so it's what nine in the morning, something like that. You can see her. It's like you can see his mom in like the horse trailer and like that. Yeah. So house. like the way my mom's property is is like her house is up here, and then her land just goes like woo. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they can see us from their house by no means, but. And so, yeah, I had a case of the bubble gut, and I'm like, oh god, I gotta get down. I got to get down. So I get down, you know, and I, you know, I do my business and all that. So then the, the next year, I came up with the idea of, even though we're in the same tree, I'm making an emergency exit. So I put my, <laughs> I put my climbing sticks on the other side so I don't have to, like, climb over her and jump down. That's a smart man right there. And I was like, and I was like labeled as emergency exit. Yeah, that's cool. Let me tell you, I've never met 
somebody that I go hunting with that has to pee so much in the woods. Oh my God. You would think it would be a female, right? No, he takes the gate. No, y'all, but, y'all got like, y'all can hold it forever. I'm like, it, wow. Like, come on. Like, <laughs> can you well, go? Like, when when my wife and I go out, you know, duck hunting, we'll go to the blind. We have a deal. So, say so we got to be at the blind at like 4.30 in the morning. We'll mm-hmm. just say. So, that means, you know, say we're an hour away. We've got to leave it at 3.30. Right. But we'll leave at 3.15 because I guarantee you what her deal is, is we're stopping 15, at like 15 minutes out so she can find a bathroom and and that woman will hold it for all day, mm-hmm. <laughs> all day. There will not be a problem. But shoot, you know, and and that's one of the things that um, we, we, you know, I I, I wrote a lot of uh, you know different articles and things. But you know, you think about it from a women from a woman's perspective, trying to you know go to a, a duck blind and surrounded by guys. She ain't dropping trout to go to the bathroom like like a guy is. It ain't gonna happen. No, oh, dude, you just um, get one of those shewees. Um, that's going to happen. (laughs) I'll probably get killed for it, but I'll, I'll, I'll mention it. No, what you do is just get it for her for like her birthday or like (laughs) her anniversary gift to be like a joking gift, but get her something more fancy right after. There you go. I like that. See? No, that's not an idea for you. We're we're getting advice right here. (laughs) I like that. I like that a lot. Marital advice. What's going to work? That sounds like a terrible idea. It's <laughs> uh, a great idea. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> I don't know. Test it out and let me know. I will. I'll, I'll let you know. Well, I might. If, you, you yeah, if you survive the tell the tale. Papers or something right. on that day too. I might wait till after the Canada trip. That's a good so. idea. Yeah, let's wait till after Canada for that. Oh, Lord. All so, right. Um, we um we 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 were talk we talked about a whole lot and in one of the last things I really wanted to hit on is, you know, you two hunt together and mm-hmm. that's a that's a huge deal and and obviously you get a lot of, uh, you know you get you, know, you you get to razz each other and but and and you get a lot it seems like you get a lot of enjoyment out of hunting together, yeah. um, what's um what's some of the things that you know other people. Uh, couples that are trying to get out there and and you know learn how to hunt or or be in the in the stands, what's some things that you might want to think about? You know, what do you get enjoyment out of? What are some of the things that would drive other? You think other people should uh, should get out there and and do as a couple? Does that make sense? Mm, so like companionship wise, or yeah, just I mean you you hunt together, you 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 go out there what's the drive what's you know honestly just making memories yeah like we're both go. still young like really he's a little older than me but i mean just living life honestly like everybody like we've heard question repetitively of oh when you're gonna have kids you guys have been married for x amount of years i'm like you know because that i guess young marriage you like get married within the next year you have kids and then you have more kids i'm like i just want to live life like we can That's just build cool. these memories and then when we have kids we can build them into these memories too that's awesome. I like, so it's like, that. I like that. I mean, I think one of the coolest things, and this is like what she's saying, memories. This is how I really like when we do it together. And her, her dad, you know, her dad hunts with us quite yeah. well, not as much as he used to, but quite often. 
that's like about an hour away from us. So he's like, as you were talking about, like the three a.m. wake up, like he does have to wake up quite a bit early. Like if we're if we want to be in the woods by five thirty, he has to leave by like four four thirty, and you know, so it take it for granted if he comes down and stays the night, then it's fine. But but yeah, like uh, with the memory thing, it's like so me and him got this buck to come in, and he was able to get the shot on it like within 10 yards and that experience with just doing it with somebody else, you know, me rattling him grunting us just working as a team. That was what was cool about it. How we got it to work out all at the same time, you know, it's beyond my belief. And then it was definitely a team effort dragging the freaking thing. (laughs) Oh God. He was every bit of 220 pounds. I just supervised. Yeah. (laughs) Um, He, he shot it. This was during rifle season. He shot it within 10 yards. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I was still sleeping. You're still sleeping, yeah. (laughs) And it was just on the other side of a dry creek bed. We go up there, we go to grab it, get it across the dry creek bed, and we're already huffing and puffing. We're like, dude, we still got to get this all the way up to the house. So then at that time, I had a little Chevy Colorado, so I, like, backed it all the way down the field. And <laughs> then we had the fun joys of trying to pick this deer up and put it on the tailgate. Mind you, a little Chevy Colorado, two grown men should have this issue, and we're still doing this number. And he drove a big jacked-up Dodge at that time, and so transferring it to that was even funner. Is <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. he actually buried his truck down there as well? Or is that different? That was a different Okay, one. that was a different memory. But yeah, and but a lot of it's just you're making memories with, you know, your husband, wife, girlfriend, wo- boyfriend, whatever it is, you know. It and, makes it better if you guys both enjoy it. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, not a forced thing. Right. I mean, right. Yeah. Then that's just, important. That's really important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, you know, like I said, she has off for opening day. I may <coughs> be sick. I don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> Better have your PTO ready, or you're yeah. not going. I got oh. sick time. Oh. <laughs> Listen, Sorry. I yeah, She's a straight-up savage. Yeah, she's a savage, man. My dad's already taken off, so I'm off, I think. I think I'm off Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Yeah. But, yeah, so... That's the biggest thing. That's the biggest drive is it's just it's making memories with that person, you know, and you could sit out there, you could set out a whole season, not see a thing, but you still have the memories of annoying each other, doing goofy little things, you know, taking the picture yeah. while one's asleep, you know, and just, just being oh, yeah. funny, you know, get your mouth wide open. No. Yeah. <laughs> I just like lean and then it's like, I like drop because my arm moves. So. She has a, she has a single ladder stand over at the other property and she'll put her head like this. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> nice. There, there's one, there's one morning. I mean, it was, it was still like, I could see the doe and it was like in her direction. And I'm like, she wouldn't be able to get a shot. It's still pretty freaking dark. There's even better, like if I am in that stand, I can just like pop my hood up because he doesn't know I'm sleeping. So it works out pretty good too. That's cool. Now, the real question That's is, I already got asked to go to a concert the night of opening day. So am I going hunting or am I going to the concert? Both. I'm going hunt. Both. Hunt the morning, yeah. nap, power nap, and then to the Listen, concert. I thought about that. I'm old. I'm but going hunting. Yeah. <laughs> what concert is it? Jason Aldean. Okay, I can't go to Luke Bryan because I have a surgery. Mm. 
So I, I, have, to, I have to weigh my options here. I guess we'll have to see what the weather is, really. Yeah. I mean, do you think it's a bad idea to go after having ear surgery for cancer the weekend off? <laughs> you think? <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? What? And nothing. I mean, I mean, I, re- I already have a little hearing loss, so what's a little more? Oh, no. That's good for you. <laughs> a little ringing in your ears every once in a while. I schedule my surgery. Oh, smart. <laughs> Doing the adult thing. I get that. I That's cool. Adulting sucks. It Facts. does. Very true. All right. Um, I think we're getting close, right, Benny? Yeah, we're just a little bit over. That's not too bad. Yeah. All right um, on, guys. So real quick, um, first of all, thanks for coming on. This okay. has been an awesome, awesome conversation. Um, certainly want to have you back. And tell us uh, social media. How do people find you? Uh, Brewster Outdoors for Instagram, Brewster Outdoors for YouTube, and then for her Instagram is Miss Brewster Outdoors. All right, right on. I say I'll make sure I get all those tagged down in the description below, and uh, make sure people can get over and check you out. Absolutely, right on, guys. Perfect. Well, James Amber, thanks again for being here. Um, that that was a good conversation. That was a that was an easy hour. So yes, <laughs> <laughs> it is. Just kind of go with the flow type situation. Absolutely, right on, Mikey. You got anything else? I'm good. Uh, I'm glad I got to spend this time with some folks, and uh, I got. I'm glad I got to get to know y'all, and um, hopefully we'll keep in touch and uh, get you back on. Good conversation. Hell yeah, more team Missouri guys. That's, that's the theme of August, apparently. Hey, is Team I Missouri. Mean, I will say, if we ever move, it's going to be to Tennessee. So. Oh, boo! Ew! Ooh. Ooh. No, no, no! Not worth it. Uh, I won't know you if you go to Tennessee. Why? I'm, that's not I'm even from, right. I'm from Alabama. This uh, nothing. Yeah, uh, we have an entire no week dedicated. Everywhere. No, no, no. We we have an entire week dedicated to hating Tennessee. Oh really? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. So it's all good. (laughs) (laughs) Right on, guys. Well, thanks again, guys. And uh, we'll catch you on the next one. See you, everybody. See you. You've been listening to The Hunting Quest. No matter how crazy, high tech, or lazy the rest of the country gets, we will always be hunting and fishing. If that's you, you've found your new family. Thanks for listening to the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. Reach out to us by email at info at thehuntingquest.com. And check us out on Instagram and YouTube at The Hunting Quest. See you next time.